Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Hey, uh, this just in. Eric Swalwell spent $22,000 of campaign money on Super Bowl tickets. Can you do that? Eh, maybe you are actually allowed to do that. Seems kind of slimy, though, right? Very swampy. The way these laws are, you you probably can do that. I don't like it. I also didn't like, well, actually, I have no beef with her other than, well, I didn't like that she was a communist spy. Uh, not for dating, but Fang Fang and Eric, remember when they were a couple? All right, so I do have the phone call, and I have to get this out of the way. This is uh, Joe Biden. He's vice president of the United States. His son, Hunter, is working for the firm Burisma, $83,000 a month. Oh, by the way, he never even went to Ukraine, okay? He's just, uh, it's all, you know, the name, and it's all what Joe is about to do right here, right now, on this phone call with the president of Ukraine. Who in the hell else can make this phone call and get rid of a prosecutor who's investigating Marisma? Don't believe the fake news. Don't believe Democrats. Don't believe anybody else. There are, you can believe me. You can believe Dan Bongino. You can believe Rudy Giuliani. You can, uh, Hannity. I don't want to go into all the Fox people. I got certain beef with some of them, even though a lot of them I don't have beef with, but I got beef with some. I, you know where to go to find this stuff. Okay. The Burisma uh, Shokin thing, Shokin is a good man and was about to unveil all of the corruption inside Burisma. And then Joe gets on the phone. Can I hear this, please? All right, here we go. The third, I have uh, some positive and negative news. I will start with the positive news. Well, good. That's Joe. I have a second positive news for you. Yesterday, I met meet with the General Prosecutor Shokin. Yes. And despite of the fact that we didn't have any corruption charges, we don't have any information about the, he doing something wrong, I especially asked him, no, it was the day before yesterday, I especially asked him to resign. In, uh, as a, his... Uh, position as a state person and despite of the fact that he has a support in the power and as a finish of my meeting with him he promised me to give me the statement on, on resignation and one hour ago he bring me the written uh, statement of his resignation. Great. And this is my second step for keeping my promises. I agree. How about that one, huh? You notice how Poroshenko says, for the benefit of us, the tape recorder, he knows it's being taped. I have asked for this man's resignation even though he has done nothing wrong and has support with the public. But I'm doing this as a favor to you, Joe. And now he's got something on Joe. He's got it on tape. Anybody wondering a little bit about why we are into this never-ending war in Ukraine? Uh, you know, uh, 
He's he's badgering Republicans. Sign the check. Sign the check. Sign the check. How about badgering Zelensky? Get to the damn peace table. What? You've grown a dick. You, you think you're cute in that green sweatshirt? Enough of this crap. Let's bring the war. Let's bring the dying to a close. But he made too much money and he's too compromised and he can't do that. He can he can Hector uh, Congressman so and so. You got to do this, that. The, uh, Republicans, he can heck MAGA, but he can't speak the truth because he's afraid of the truth. He is afraid of the truth. Oh, oh, Athens mayor heckled in response to UG. Is this a new one or is this the old one? Okay, this is the old one. Yeah, this thing has gone mega viral. That mayor, what he did. Hey, I have to address this real quick. As Mitch McConnell will be stepping down as a majority leader, minority leader, excuse me, at the end of uh, November after the elections. However, my commitment remains to the American people and to the people of Kentucky, and I will be remaining in the Senate for the foreseeable future. Um, all right, so he quits in November. Who's next? Who do we want? I know who I don't want. Uh, I don't want a rhino. I don't want pretty boy John, John pretty boy Thune. You know who he is? The pretty boy from South Dakota, Montana, one of those places out there. John Thune, we don't want him. He's going to be probably, he's going to, he's going to go for it. He's got the seniority, uh, and he's very much like Mitch. So he's going to have Mitch's support. What we need is a true believer. We need a, uh, a Ted Cruz. I've had my beef with, uh, Ted Cruz over the years, but I think he's, uh, he's come through. We want Ted Cruz. We want Tom Cotton. We want maybe, uh, I could even go with Rand Paul. My friend Maureen is giving me some names too. Hey, what about JD Vance? Mm, he just got there. He's going to need a little bit more time. Uh, yeah, no, I don't think that's going to work. But other than that, uh, yeah, that's good news. I do resent it though when people can get up and say, I'm leaving, I will be leaving this job in nine months. Like every, uh, everybody else. Everybody else, you know, they call you and say, don't come in today, or you got two weeks, or you get two weeks notice, or maybe 30 days, but nine months? How about those university presidents? You know, in two years, in 2027, I'll be stepping down. Um, I find that personally a little bit annoying. Hey, we didn't talk about Michigan last night. Donald Trump just obliterated Nikki Haley. Uh, that she is going on to Colorado shows me what? I mean, this is beyond deranged. She's got other people helping her. So what is it about? I don't know. I honestly don't know. I can't. She has ruined her chances with the Republic. I have to. I guess it has something to do with that. No labels. They have like a no labels. It's not big, but they, they've got a lot of rich people involved. Maybe she wants to run no labels. All I know this, she'll never be elected anything in any legitimate election. Nobody likes her. Nobody. I don't like her. You don't like her. Hey, Lauren Boebert, I have a feeling they may be messing with their family. You know, they just arrested the son. They arrested Lauren Boebert. You know her. She's the Republican dynamo from Colorado. She's fantastic. I love her. They arrested her 18-year-old son, car theft. But I looked it up, and it doesn't quite say he stole a car. It said he was in possession of a financial device. He's got 19 counts of being in possession of a financial device. What could, what, what could that be? What could that be? And there was something about an intent to, an intent to conspire to steal a car. An intent to conspire to steal a car. I don't know. 
there's something a little bit fishy, fishy about all this. Hello, Adam. How you doing? Good. How you doing, sir? Um, can y'all do a fundraiser, you, Barbara, and Sandra, to get Trump some money? Because he ain't got no money to pay that bond, man. He ain't got no money to pay that bond, huh? How do you know that? Well, check the fake news, man. You, you're behind, huh? Hey, check the fake you news. Yeah, I don't live the fake news. First of all, it's $455 million. It's $100,000 interest a day. And, uh, yeah, I wouldn't want to pay that money if I didn't have to. I would appeal it. I would do this. I would do that. But he does actually have the money. Uh, he does have the money. And uh, he is going to put it up by the end of this month, unless there is court relief from the Supreme Court, which I hear is there's a there's a small chance of that. Hey, what are you doing with your time now that you're not the bus driver anymore? That You got laid off. So I'm sorry about that. What are you doing with yourself? I'm listening to Greg Kelly. I know, I know. But what are you doing, you know, like to make ends meet? Um, Uber. Oh, good. You're Ubering. So you're working. Well, yeah, a little bit. What the hell does that got mean? Some good, got some good friends, though. Help me out. Well, you also have a license. You got one of those chauffeur uh, class two, three, four. You got that light, that all-purpose license you were telling me about. You don't need yeah. any help from any friends. You need to go out and work like your Uber. Well, I just had a. Hey, I don't want to interrupt your lunch, uh, 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 Adam. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. Thank you. Thanks for checking in. <laughs> I do that all the time, and I understand now why it's so annoying. Nobody wants to uh, hear that. Uh, do you? Uh, boy, oh boy, everybody's excited about the Trump shoes. So if you go on my Instagram at Greg Kelly USA, I'm posing with a pair of uh, of Trump sneakers, and to be honest. Uh, I'm always screwing around on social media. I said I bought, I got these, and I'm going to sell them for two hundred thousand dollars. Now, uh, this is what I would call um, a little bit of BS. Okay, I'm just screwing around. Half of what I say on social media is just meant for fun and games. I'm getting, I'm getting requests now from newspapers who want to interview me about the shoes. Oh boy, I don't want to have to. I, but but and the tweet is now going viral. Yikes. Yikes. Uh, do I have to address the situation any more than I am right now? I don't think so. I'm just going to own it. I'm going to own it. I may have to. I'll just cross my fingers whenever I'm talking about the shoes. Right? Fair enough. Um, hey, how many? <laughs> now this is, we have migrants all over the country victimizing American citizens. Um And you can be an American citizen and be foreign born. We love it when people come from faraway countries, exotic lands to be Americans, and they do it legally. They have to take that beautiful oath of citizenship, and they swear, they swear that they will take up arms for the country. If you're born here, for the most part, you don't have to do that. And that's what makes this uh, so vulgar, what the Athens mayor, the mayor of Athens, Georgia, that that community right now is hurting. They're reeling. That beautiful 22-year-old girl, the nursing student, savagely beaten about the head by a maniac person in this country illegally. He had already been arrested a few times in New York. Listen to that Athens mayor one more time. This, this, this is a moment. Go ahead. Well, 2019 was not that long ago. You might remember the dynamic we were living in in the late teens in this country 
where you had the President of the United States speaking in the most vile terms about people who were foreign-born. And you had that notion metastasizing in places like Charlottesville. In the main, I caution against... Stop it. Weren't those people great? Good for them. Good for them! This is an invasion. This is not that. And Donald Trump never spoke about foreign-born people. He's married to a... He's Where's Melania from? Slovenia. Where is, uh, where is Ivana from? Uh, the Czech Republic. They get with it, pal. Boy, he's dumb and he's a career politician. Keep going. Plating immigration and crime. The data demonstrates that the two are not connected. Because the impact of federal immigration policy on localities has been under such consistent discussion in recent months, I do want to say a few words about this. It's my 18th year as a local government policymaker, and my work has overlapped with four U.S. presidencies and numerous iterations of Congress. All of them have failed to reach agreement on how to handle immigration. (sighs) Career politician, Democrat politician. I have a feeling uh, that man will be out of a out of a job the community will demand his termination by the close of business he may make it through today he won't make it through tomorrow be right back join us today during the jeep celebration event right now get 20 percent below msrp for an average of 15,178 under msrp on the purchase of a 2023 jeep grand cherokee overland 4xe or summit 4xe not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Hey, uh, James Flippin just walked in, and I know this is really inside Beltway swamp stuff, and we don't really care much about Mr. McConnell. However, uh, how are you, James? Hey, I'm good, Greg. Yeah, big news today with Mitch McConnell stepping down. Well, not until November, not fast enough. And listen to what I just saw here. It's from a guy named... Uh, Davis, he works at the Federalist. He's pretty good. Senate insiders tell me McDonald's surprise announcement is a desperate move to retain his grip on power as his support within the conference is cratering following his disastrous attempt to rubber stamp Biden's open borders amnesty policy. Mm-hmm. Rather than face a formal vote of removal, McConnell announced his plan to resign the leadership post in November. Career Senate staff tell me momentum was building within the Senate GOP to formally oust McConnell as leader. Even a growing number of moderates were angry at the chaos he was sowing in the conference. An open rebellion against McConnell was in the works due to his repeated sabotage of Republican priorities and border inaction. Yep, that's true. Uh, Let's see here. Others told me McConnell's move was entirely cynical and an attempt to cling to power for eight more months. He's just trying to get ahead of a possible 
defenestration. Fancy word for getting pushed out a window. Yeah. So uh, I think he's right. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. Like uh, we had read how, in essence, McConnell had maybe sort of put Oklahoma Senator James Lankford out there as like the sacrificial lamb to kind of take the cover for how unpopular that border policy change bill was or whatever. And it didn't seem to really take. Something's kind of uh, not right about that Lankford guy. Yeah, what do you mean? He's not as uh, conservative as you might otherwise think? Yeah, that and uh, something. anything else going on with that guy? Uh, I don't even really know what he looks like, to be honest Oh, you don't with know you. what he looks like? No. Take a look at him and get All back right. to me. All okay. right. I'll get his picture up right now. News-wise, what else is going on? Uh, so let's see. You heard about Judge Arthur Angaran received a envelope with some white powder, I guess. I joined the club. It happened to me two weeks ago. <laughs> Dude. It doesn't matter. I mean, well, oh, oh, it's a mega extremist. That's what the message is. Mega right, extremist. Right. You got to worry about the mega extremist. Yeah. How big is that story? Pretty big. How big is that story about they, him? Or, or, I mean, I don't know. I'm not paying that much attention to it. But I mean, of course, they're investigating. You know, right. the implication is that it was somehow a threat, even though they don't say what the powder was. Everybody gets those things. Anybody in the public eye. Um, the first one who comes to mind is, uh, Eric Trump. I just remember yeah. vividly him getting a bunch of those dumb things. Story. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah, yeah. So it like comes and nobody wet their pain. Nobody, you know, was boohooing for him. No, people were like, oh, so, so sorry that you got to let, you're absolutely right. It's the difference in the way it's reacting though. Right. Uh, no, well, they try to like, no, whoever writes these letters is a, is a freak and a kook and should be prosecuted and all that stuff. But when it happens to a Republican, it's like, oh, what a sad moment when it happens to a Democrat maniac like Engeron. It's like, well, that's 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 Donald Trump's America right. and the MAGA people. Right. You know, yeah, you got to be afraid of them. OK, no, you're right. What else? Uh, how about this? Mayor Adams saying that he wants to roll back those sanctuary city laws here in New York. You and actually- think you think that guy forget about it. He, I'm telling you, he's always chasing headlines, always just thinking about a ne- his next suit and what he's going to wear on TV. You guys pay way too much attention to him. All right. He is c- completely and utterly useless. Nothing, nothing, no follow up, doesn't know how. I don't even know if he, eh, forget it. He's just, he's just, he's beyond. He's totally, totally. I am hearing, however, where is that guy? Somebody actually wanted to tell me that they think he's going to get indicted soon, mm. which would make a hell of a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the FBI did take his phone and his iPad. They didn't take that, you know, I mean, I don't know. I think something's up. Yeah. All right. Finally, final word. Uh, and then I know we wanted to talk about this case down in Fulton County, but I don't know if we have time to do that right now. Have you been paying attention at all to this Fotis Dulos case and the Michelle Traconis conspiracy case up in Connecticut? It's like a alleged gone girl situation where this this mom of several kids disappeared several years ago. Yeah, and Fotis Dulos uh, did it, and uh, he did it. Yeah, and now they're uh, trying his girlfriend to see whether or not she was involved in like the cover up and the whole thing, but. I don't know. The, the case, you know, maintains intrigue in a way because they never found the woman's body. Photos Dulos. And Jennifer Dulos was his ex-wife. Oh, man. Talk about that. It blew up everything, destroyed everything. He, I think he committed suicide. He did. He was, uh, he put the car on in the garage, closed the doors, and All right. Terrible that. story. I don't know. Let me know what the verdict is. Uh, well, it's good to see you, pal. Good to see you, too. And uh, wait, just tell me the Fulton County thing real quick. Is there anything that I missed? Uh, so there was this, you know, again, deposition given yesterday by Terrence Bradley, who's a former partner of Nathan Wade, the special prosecutor hired down there. And when the attorneys kind of nailed him 
on some texts he had sent concerning when this relationship started with right. DA Fonnie Willis. Yeah, no, Fonnie Willis was uh, was fooling around with Nate Wade. Everybody knows it. It's been totally established. That renders them uh, ineligible to continue on this case. It raises severe doubts about the entire case. They were going out before she hired him, and she should never have hired him, period, but she hired him. And uh, this poor guy, I mean, I don't blame him for being a little bit evasive. You, you, you tell me to talk about my best friends uh, who he's hooking up with. I'm not going to I'm not going to be that cooperative. Hmm. Yeah, but I mean, he's under subpoena, right? He's under oath. You know what? I'm OK. Yeah. All right. But still, still, whatever happened with attorney client privilege? I said this yesterday. I can't believe it. They did it to Trump. You realize that they have Trump's own lawyer in the documents case talking to prosecutors and they compel them to. Yeah, I don't like it when it happens to Trump. And I don't like it when it happens to Trump's enemies. This whole violating the attorney-client privilege. I thought that was supposed to be you don't mess with that. I think we are a little bit late. I'll be right back. Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Hey, you uh, crazy liberals who are running around yelling about the police, defund the police. You're so convinced that America is systemically racist. Uh, where the hell are your concerns? Where the hell is your energy? Where the hell is your emotion right now uh, over Afghanistan? Well, guess what's going on in Afghanistan? Uh, absolute horror. Horror. Public executions in the middle of a soccer field. They're cutting off hands. They're cutting off heads. They are mutilating women. You know, women can be put to death for the crime of adultery. It's incredible what is happening over there. The poverty, oh, by the way, so severe that some families have resorted to selling the organs of their children, opening them up, taking the organs out like a kidney and selling it on the black market. This is happening in Afghanistan and it's happening Because Joe Biden was so convinced he was right. It had to happen his way. We would not keep the airfield in Bagram. Are you crazy? A fourth grader, a fourth grader would understand the necessity of keeping that airport. Just the airport. We could have had that country. It would not be happening. This would not be happening. My God. My God. And not a peep about it. It's like it's not even happening, right? It's just, uh, it's like it happened to somebody. It's just, <sighs> nobody cares. Afghanistan, 20 years, 20 years we were there. The war started on the island I'm sitting on right now, Manhattan Island, and we lost it. We lost it. Joe Biden lost a war. The Taliban, the same people who facilitated Osama bin Laden, who gave him everything he needed to wage those attacks, are back in charge. And we just sit here and take it. Take it. Well, November will be here soon enough. And oh, by the way, figure out, you got to come up with a plan to vote, right? You got to come up with a plan to vote. Maybe you do have to vote early. Michael Goodwin, New York Post, the obvious reason behind Trump's undying political strength is somehow still dumbfounding, ignorant, big media elites. It is not my habit, he writes, to read Paul Krugman's screeds, much less recommend them, but every dog has its day. And Krugman 
big liberal columnist with the New York Times. Latest piece commands attention because of what he inadvertently reveals about elite ignorance. Under the headline, The Mystery of White Rule Rage, the New York Times columnist approvingly cites a book that details the decline of rural America. Spoiler alert, technology gets the blame. But Krugman, an economist, quickly adds, I still don't get the politics of rural Americans, and later writes, I still find it hard to understand recent voting patterns. What he means, of course, is that nearly nine years after Donald Trump came down that escalator to launch his first campaign, Krugman still hasn't figured out the source of the former president's enduring political strength among people living in what the media masters call flyover America. Choice to be dumb. Even now, as Trump rolls through primaries on his way to a third presidential nomination, Krugman professes to be in the dark. Perhaps he is. But if so, it is a choice. Willful ignorance is the only way to explain his bizarre claims, which include that New York is a relatively safe city compared to the hellscapes of rural America. He also ridicules the idea that illegal immigration, wokeness, and the deep state are real problems, blaming nearly every rural ill on technology. There you have it, a naked display of know-nothing cosseted class. The know-nothing cosseted class. What does cosseted actually mean? Let me see here. Cosseted. C-O-S-S-E-T-E-D. We'll learn this together. A helicopter. No, that's not it. Cared for or and protected in an unindulgent way. Pampered. Cosseted. I get it mixed up with Cossacks. Cosseted to pamper. Cosseted. Cared for and protected in an overly indulgent way. Cosseted. Unfortunately, though, if you say that at a cocktail party, someone's going to say, what do they say? But people are going to be afraid to say that because it's like you think everybody must know what that word means. It's, it's, it's always okay. If you don't know what the word means, nobody knows what the word means. His echo of Hillary Clinton's deplorables comment, a slur that will live in infamy, shows how stuck they are in their mental swamps. This reminds me of our, uh, our, our new friend Clyde Haberman. New friend fake, Clyde Fake News Haberman. It's a reporter. He thinks he can run the police department better than Ray Kelly. In fairness, it's not just the leftists who are confused by Trump's remarkable comeback. Nikki Haley is roadkill because she believed his GOP support was soft and that the party was looking not only for a new generation, but also a new direction. It is more than a footnote that her campaign has been kept afloat in large part by Democrats, voters and donors. The first primary challengers to fall, including Ron DeSantis, Chris Christie and Tim Scott, took a different path by offering personal versions of Trumpism without Trump. They, too, were quickly dispatched. All the wannabes discovered that Trump's GOP base had essentially doubled since the start of 2023, from the mid-30s to 75% now. Polls show he is also garnering support among black and Latino voters in the population at large. Against that backdrop, Krugman's ignorance strikes me as especially revealing. At this late stage of the Trump era, there is no mystery, only an Arrogant refusal to accept truths that don't fit neatly into a blinkered worldview. Most of the left still believes America would thrive if only it traded its patriotic and cultural distinctions for the warm embrace of globalist institutions. And that anybody who rejects that vision is stupid. 
That's hardly a new development at the Times or big media in general. Recall that after Trump's stunning 2016 victory over Clinton, the editor and publisher of The Gray Gray Lady wrote a mea culpa letter to subscribers conceding their failure to realize Trump could win. Did Donald Trump's sheer unconventionality lead us and other news outlets to underestimate his support among the American voters? While insisting the Times staff had reported on both candidates fairly, they also vowed the paper would rededicate ourselves to the fundamental mission of Times journalism, that is to report America and the world honestly, without fear or favor. Baloney, Goodwin writes. If they had only actually reported the campaign fairly and honestly, even Krugman might have learned something. Instead, here we go again with virtually every Trump story in the Times these days, an opinion piece arguing he is not fit to be president. It's a replay of 2016 and 2020, so much so that we can probably expect some kind of Russia, Russia, Russia hoax any day now. Actually, that's already started. That has already started. The paper and its ilk have no problem with the unprecedented onslaught of prosecutions against Trump. No former president has ever been indicted, but Trump has been hit four times for a total of 91 felony counts. The leftist media have been cheerleaders for all four cases and the civil ones, too, including the outrageous show trial concocted by New York State Attorney General Letitia James and a gong show judge. Once again, the hatred for all things Trump has blinded them to the impact the cases are having on the electorate. Rather than scare away most of the GOP and independent voters, the cases are drawing supporters to him. In large part, that's because all have been brought by Democrat prosecutors, effectively confirming the weaponization of law enforcement argument. Each case also features something not quite kosher, such as the scandal involving Fulton County, Georgia D.A. Fannie Willis, who looks to have hired her lover to be the chief prosecutor and lied about it under oath. Then there's the fact that Joe Biden escaped prosecution despite having boxes of classified documents in the garage while Trump faces serious charges for a similar offense. And don't forget that Biden made it clear he wanted Attorney General Merrick Garland to prosecute Trump for January 6th and presto, Garland did. While it's too early to say how these factors will play out in the general election, especially if Trump is convicted in any of the cases, it's already clear he is getting a boost from the incumbent's glaring failures. And he goes on. Good stuff. Michael Goodwin. Man, that guy can write. He used to be with the Times back when it was a decent newspaper. Not the fake news disgrace it is today. Be right back. Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. You know, I hate Instagram, but I also love it. And whenever you look around at just about anything where you are right now, it's probably man-made, uh, right? I mean, and, and it's great. I love buildings. I love engineering. It's all amazing and uh, what we can do. However, what nature can do, what God has done in creating us all and also in creating the animals. I'm looking at a video. It's incredible. It's it looks like a an eagle, but it doesn't have the bald head. I don't know what kind of bird it is, but it's massive. And what this bird does is he's flying along and then he basically stops in mid flight and he hovers and then he kind of points his head down and dive bombs into the water. And doesn't just pick up a fish like, you know, at the top of the water. He go, this, this bird goes under the water. It goes under the water, totally submerged. And then he slowly reemerges. 
and I can't tell what the hell's going to happen because he's all wet now in his feathers or whatever. But he spreads his wings, and you can tell he has a little bit of trouble at first. And then he wings come out, all right, and he shakes them out the water, and then he keeps flapping the wings, and a little wave comes over and helps him. And then he finally gets airborne, and as his body, as his, the bottom, as the tail all comes out, what does he have? He's got a freaking shark under him with his little talons. I mean, that fish must be three feet long, a baby shark, but a shark. And that's been happening since the beginning of this, I mean, my God, a billion years. It's just incredible to watch. I don't like Instagram, but I love it. Hey, what? Any word on this physical that Joe Biden went on was weird. They usually give everybody a heads up way ahead of time. This was like a surprise visit. Very strange. All right, let's do some calls. Joe, hello. Hello, Greg. As far as uh, Mitchell McConnell, how is he going to be allowed to walk away when he loused up the chances for guys like Laxall and and other candidates? How how does the the them, what is he? The capo de tutti capos. They have to they have to come out and, and and actually pull him off the stage and kick the crap out of him. He's got to go. He's got to go. He's going to screw up the election. He's got to go. He's a an, another China guy. All right. He's 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 as dirty as they come, and he's got to go. And if the Republicans don't make him go, then they're stupider than I thought they were. You know, I don't like Mitch McConnell either, but the way you say it gets me all nervous. Don't get nervous. You get a little, you sound like you don't do anything crazy, all right? Look, uh, we know he's a swamp guy. Uh, I don't know about all that stuff. I mean, he's a swamp guy, totally, and he holds his nose around Trump. But maybe even he is seeing the writing on the wall, and they say he's actually stepping down. One report, because he knows that his days are numbered, and they're gonna, they may get rid of him anyway. All right, Joe, thank you. Al. Uh, hello, Mr. Kelly. Good afternoon. <clears throat> my apologies. My voice is a little raspy, but um, I, I'm a big fan of yours. I grew up in what's called the Grumman family, so I made it to Annapolis in 83 to fly uh, jets, but my mom freaked out, so I didn't go. But my father is the reason I'm calling. He passed away about three years ago, and this is a story I'm hoping you'll investigate for him and 32,000 Long Islanders uh, from Grumman. My dad was an Air Force pilot and an Air Force mechanic, and then he went to Grumman as an accountant and became an airframe engineer on things like the Grumman F-14 Tomcat. Um, The reason I'm calling is because Dick Cheney uh, had a lot to do with Grumman's demise, and he covered it up so that the public thinks, and most people who worked on Tomcats, including people in the Navy, thinks that it was obsolescence, too much money, and it needed to go, and that was absolutely not the reason. It was because Dick Cheney hated Grumman, and I'm hoping you'll do an investigative story on that rather than me talking about it with a raspy voice. Well, all right, hold on a second, though. I mean, um, anyway, thanks for uh, your kind words, And uh, but uh, Grumman still exists, you know, Northrop Grumman. It's still a company. It's still out there. You know, the F-14 flew, I think, for the first time in, like, 1971 or two in the Nixon administration, and it was around until, like, the tail end of the Bush administration. So it had a great, big, nice, long run. Um, Now, having said that, I mean, the F-16 first flew in the 1970s, and they're still flying that. 
The F-15 first flew in the 1970s, and they're still flying that. So, uh, hmm, uh, that's interesting. Uh, I never thought of it that way. Then again, if you look at the F-14 Tomcat and you compare it to the F-35, I mean, you know, it does look a little bit like a jalopy these days, you know? Oh, am I still on? Yeah. Oh, well, Northrop bought out Grumman in a hostile takeover. Well, these things happen. This is, corp- this is corporate America. I mean, you think it's all Dick Cheney? A lot of it is, yes, sir. Uh, all right. Well, a lot of it is, you know, years go by and that kind of thing, and, uh, you know, planes do get replaced. Although, you look, you give me something to think about, because all three airframes flew for the first time in the 1970s, the 15, the 16, and the 14, yet only the 14, the Tomcat, is out of service at this point. So, Al, I'm going to kick that one around. I thank you. Uh, very quickly, Mike. Hi. Uh, we missed you, Mike. Uh, Barbara, hello. Hi, Greg. Listening to what Michael Goodman wrote about Krugman, Albert Einstein would like to add a P.S. to that because Albert Einstein said the mediocre mind, which Krugman qualifies, He said, the mediocre mind is incapable of understanding the man who refuses to bow blindly to conventional prejudices and chooses instead to express his opinions courageously and honestly. Great spirits have always encountered opposition from mediocre minds. That's Albert Einstein. Oh, my God. He was good at life and philosophy and good at science, that guy. And he hung around Long Island, too, didn't he? Didn't he have, like, a summer house on Long Island somewhere? Oh, I don't know. He did. He had a little bungalow. He had a little bungalow, I believe, on the North Fork or something like that. Well, Barbara, thank you very, very much. All is good with you, your health, the family, everybody good? All is going well. Everything is good. I did have a little sojourn into the hospital for a pacemaker about a month ago, and I did call you a couple of times from my hospital bed, but all's well Wait now. a second. Wait a second. Yeah. Wait a second. A pacemaker? And you yeah. called me? I mean, did you text yeah. me? I'm so sorry. You got to send me a text. I, what happened? It went to voicemail or something? No, 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 no. I mean, I called into your radio show. Oh, okay, good. You were in the hospital. All right. I thought that I, I was coming off like a jerk in that story. No, I wouldn't call you and tell you my medical situations because you would tell everyone just like I am right now. Oh, it's over and done with. It's fine. All right. I'm I'm so happy. Barbara, but I would keep my mouth shut if you wanted me to not uh, talk about something. Uh, Barbara, we love you. Keep the wisdom coming. Thank you so much. And with the actually, we do have time for uh, Dennis. Hello. Yeah. Hi, Greg. Uh, yeah, Greg. Uh, w- uh, just just today they mentioned that uh, 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 Trump isn't able to put up the hundred million dollar bond. He's a little so wise guy, Dennis. Are you being a wise guy or are you a good guy? Yeah, yeah a bit of a wise guy. He's a bit of a wise guy. Wait, wait, wait what? Wait, you I'm like a Trumpster? Eh, I don't know about that. All right. So, what's your point, my, Greg? Here's my point. Why hasn't anybody put Letitia's feet to the fire and asked her? Hey, who's where's the thirty five three hundred and fifty five million dollars in damage? Is it Goldman Sachs? Is it Chase Manhattan? Who exactly lost this money? Yeah, you're right about that. There's no loss in money, so it's all like uh, we could we could accuse her of usury or something like that. I'm sorry, Dennis. Fair point. Many thanks to be continued. 
If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. 